known by the message of an angel, may, by his passion and cross, be brought to the glory of his resurrection, through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas. Catholic radio for your soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is the Good News Show. And good afternoon. Welcome to the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM, Guadalupe Radio Network. I'm Dave Palmer, host of this program. And boy, this is a really busy, busy program that we have. Typically, we have two 30-minute segments. Uh, this time, we have three 20-minute segments and a whole lot of really interesting guests and a very special guest in studio who I'll introduce you to in just a moment as well. Cecil Anderson is running the board. She's had a busy day. She was on Catholic Drive Time this morning, but let me tell you, it's basically three events that we're going to be talking about, uh, 20 minutes each. One of them is the upcoming North Texas Catholic Women's Conference with a theme of Reflect Truth Beauty and Goodness. It's Saturday, October 14th. I have in studio with me uh, the president of the North Texas Catholic Women and also the director of catechesis for St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Parish in Keller, Sammy, uh, Tammy Sandoval. And uh, VP of sponsorship for the women is Jackie Oli. Okay. We're also going to have Father Agostino Torres who is one of the speakers of the conference, joining us on the phone in just a minute. All right, about 20 minutes into it, we're going to switch gears, and we're going to talk about another event that's coming up October 6th through 8th, and that is the annual Sidewalk Counselors for Life annual conference. And we have in uh, on the phone joining us is Lauren Musica, who is the founder of Sidewalk Advocates for Life. She is the CEO. She's the president. She's the top person with that group, okay? She's also going to talk about the conference and also uh, something that was in the news recently where some sidewalk advocates in Baltimore were attacked. Okay, yeah, Adrian knows what I'm talking about. And so she's going to kind of weigh in on that because it's, you know, sometimes it can be a little uh, dangerous, I guess you could say, but it shouldn't be. But uh, they, they will uh, help protect them. And then I'm really excited about this as well. Uh, Christopher West, who is one of the forefront leaders of the Theology of the Body, he is coming to town for a conference called Made for More with him and a gentleman named uh, Mike Mangione, Wednesday, September 20th, 7 to 9.30 p.m. at St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Grapevine. Okay, so we're going to talk about all that. Uh, real quickly, though, I do want to introduce uh, Adrian Fonseca, who is the host of Catholic Drive Time, heard every morning 6 to 7.30 a.m. across our network, and he is here this week. How are you doing, Adrian? Howdy, howdy. Praise be to God. It's good to be here. Yeah, now why are you here? Well, the Houston office is currently being uh, absolutely decimated at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, but the good news is, is that when you raise something to the ground, you can always build it back up mm. like a phoenix being reborn. So it's going to be a beautiful studio. Uh, but right now, there is no studio. So I came into Dallas and uh, Cecil, your producer um, and assistant and hair, uh, she has generously uh, given up a ton of her time. She was voluntold. Really just my sleep. That's what I'm giving up. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so very grateful. So I'm going to be in Dallas for the week. And um, just if anyone wants to uh, say hi, I um, shoot me an email. I'll be have a lot of free time while I'm here in Dallas. So trying anyone... to get some free lunches. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll buy you lunch. There you All go. right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome and uh, thank thanks for being here. Adrian's an outstanding host of that program. So uh, let's uh, get to our first topic. I'd have more time with Adrian if we didn't have such a packed show. But again, uh, Tammy Sandoval, the um, uh, the head and president of the North Texas Catholic Women, along with Jackie Oli, vice president of sponsorship. And this is the second annual women's conference. So welcome to you both. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. All right. So Tammy, first of all, you know, I've been involved with the Catholic Men's Conference for quite some time, and it's been very successful. They've put on, I think, at least 10 conferences, but uh, last year you all started the women's. And so what was the, you know, the inspiration the, you know, to get this started, you know, similar, but you know, obviously with women for the, the Women's Conference? Sure. Thanks again for having us. Um, we, years ago, I started to have just this tug on my heart, this kind of nudging uh, towards women's ministry. And at the time, there really wasn't much out there. Today, we have many great Catholic women speakers. But back then, I just went to my spiritual director. Uh, I was speaking with Father Torres, and he said, let's pray about this and discern this and hold it like a gestation. So in my mind, I thought, as of course, a woman's mind, that's nine months. But after nine years of praying about it, mm. uh, women started to come to me. They'd make appointments at my job or pull me aside at Mass and say, We've been praying, and we just feel like you're the one to start this. And I finally just felt like, okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and, and try and see what happens. Yeah. And so um, last year it was uh, we sold out. It was hugely successful, and there is a hunger. And so we put a board together. You know, I just wanted to have a day for women, and it turns out you to be a nonprofit, you got to have a board. And yeah, you have, uh -huh. you know, yeah. on and on. So yeah, um, we've learned good. a lot. And the men's group has the Christian Brothers uh, for Christ, they have been big brothers to us. They have mm -hmm. held our hands. They have given us advice. They have given us money and sponsored us. And so they've been a huge blessing for us. All right. I should say, okay, Saturday, October 14th is the event. Uh, second annual uh, North Texas Catholic Women's Conference. It's at the Bowden Events and Weddings uh, location, Keller Parkway in Keller. Now, I'm sure there's a website where you can get tickets, guest speakers, in addition to Father Augustino Torres, who I mentioned, uh, Jackie Francois Angel, and also Father Zachary Burns. Okay, so there's a lot going on, and we'll talk about that as well. And also, Cecil is the one that actually booked this, and so I don't want to take up all her time. So, Cecil, do you want to jump in, and maybe you can uh, you can lead some of this discussion as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, thank you all so much for coming in. I, I'm really glad, glad that this happened, because I feel like for years we were always talking about the men's conference, and I was like, who is going to be the person that's going to start this women's conference? Mm -hmm. And so I'm really glad that we're on the second one. Um, so I guess I would just say about the theme of this year's conference, can one of y'all like touch on that? Jackie, do you want to do that? I would love to. Okay, make sure you all get real close to the microphones, okay? okay? Yeah, real close. There okay. you go. Perfect. So this year's theme, um, last year's was Seeds of Transformation, and it was kind of like the birthing of our very first conference. So we're planting the seeds. And then this year we are reflecting. So the word we're really focusing on is reflect, truth, beauty, and goodness. And so... Um, We'll have a lot of mirrors, so it's really to be like a reflection of who Christ is. You know, he he walked on this earth and taught us how to live, and we are to reflect exactly what he taught us. So that's kind of our our over 
Mm-hmm. And uh, last year, Father Zachary Burns was the keynote. I think he might have been the only speaker. I, I remember we had him in studio and he, he, he talked to us. And so um, we're going to get to know Fa- Father Augustino Torres here in a few minutes because he's going to join us on the phone so we can ask him some questions. Most people know Fra- Fra- Jackie Francois Angel, very popular. She's uh, well known on social media. So can you tell us a little bit more about her? We actually, um, when I was speaking with Father Agostino, I asked him, uh, he took out his cell phone and said, who do you want? Because he has a great list of of contacts. And he said, never mind, you want Jackie. (laughs) And so um, he gave us a warm contact. And uh, the women, we did a survey at the end of, of course, the conference last year, 97% asked to please bring her back. Oh, really? Wow. So um, she just uh, was able to facilitate just prayer. And there were there was laughter. There was tears. And the women praying together, I think, were some of the, the pictures I've seen. Just mm-hmm. that moment of bonding and uniting uh-huh. um, to, you know, just to be together and worship and to lift each other up. Yeah, yeah. So she's got quite a, a quite a she does a gift. She does of it all. speaking. Right, yeah, yes. she does it all. Okay. Um, and again, Cecil, I'm I'm always inclined to just keep on going. So you you push me aside and <laughs> jump will. in whenever you want. You. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, now I can push <laughs> in now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. now. Well, I, I have a question because I feel like women are often really. It's really hard for them, especially moms, to pull away from family for the day. It's hard to get the dads to go away for the whole day as well. But nine thirty. 4 p.m. Sometimes I think women are listening and they're like, I don't know if I can do that. You know, my mom went on an axe retreat once and I'm pretty sure she thought our entire family was going to fall apart while she was gone. Uh, she left a huge to-do list for us. <laughs> She's like, I don't know if they can handle this. Granted, we were all, you know, older kids at that time. But um, I guess like, why is it so important for women to have this time away from family so that they could be refreshed for their families? So I'll touch a little bit on this and Tammy might want to add <clears throat> more to it. Um, the reasons that we're passionate about it are different for each one of us. We're all at different stages of our lives, different ages. And so for each person, there's a different wanting and desire for this type of um, conference. Um, for me, I feel like there we kind of live in a world without stepping on toes or like offending anyone. We live in a world of what's in it for me, everything that we do. And I feel like so many people like the fallen away catholics everyone is leaving the church because they feel like they're not being and i'm using air quotes here spiritually Mm -hmm. fed and i think many people have lost sight of the fact that we go to mass to worship and so there is a need for being spiritually fed people are speaking in their leaving of the church and so for for me it's just a it's a great way for these moms to get out and get spiritually fed so they can go back and pour into their families um it's just a great need i think yeah very nice we're talking about the upcoming second annual north texas catholic women's conference the theme is reflect truth beauty and goodness saturday october 14th and so what are we about uh well we're in august september so so still a ways away 9 30 a.m to 4 p.m and it's going to be in Keller, and uh, we've been talking about the speakers uh, as well. I have in studio with me uh, Tammy Sandoval, who's president of the North Texas Catholic Women's, and also Jackie Oley, who is vice president of sponsorship. And do you have, Tammy, like a particular age that you're focusing on? Is this something that teenage girls can come on, uh, all, all, all women? or what, what, what's, what's, Who's the target audience? It's, it's women in general. What's happened this last year, I was telling Jackie that, 
the moms were coming up to me saying, oh, I bought a ticket for myself and my daughter. Mm -hmm. This year I'm having mothers come up to me and say, my daughter bought tickets (laughs) for her and myself. Oh, really? Last year, uh, my 84-year-old mother was there. I was there. And then my 35-year-old daughter. So, Mm. And lots of girls in high school. Oh, wow. And I believe it's, um, you know, they're hearing so much. The kids hear sometimes more than what we heard. Our formation was not um, as great as theirs is. But just... um, you know, us focusing on Mary as our model, her yeah. faith, her humility, um, and how, as women, who we are and uh, how we act and how we love in a special way, this this trans, transcends mm-hmm. age. Yeah, right? very good. I think we have Father Agostino Torres on the line. He is a CFR father, and he's going to be one of the speakers as well at this conference. Father uh, Agostino, thanks for joining us. Uh, good afternoon. Peace and blessings. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Doing well. Yeah, thanks for uh, taking some time out with us. We've got uh, about seven or eight minutes until this segment ends, so let's focus on you. How did you get connected with the North Texas Catholic Women's Conference? Uh, good question. Um, I have, through the grace of God, been doing ministry there in North Texas for a number of years, and I've, uh, over the years, built up a number of very beautiful uh, relationships and uh, connections, and so... I think through that, uh, Tammy uh, knew, um, has, had heard me preach a couple times at least, and so it's, I think, really through that and with great joy, um, I'm, I accepted the invitation to help serve there at the, at the Women's Conference. Very nice. What will you be speaking about? Um, well, there's, uh, there's the call to holiness. We're going through this Eucharistic revival right now, but specifically... Uh, how this uh, response, our response to the Eucharist, can take on a particularly feminine genius character. Uh, as you know, the world doesn't move without women. Uh, <laughs> and we, we wouldn't be here without women. But to kind of like highlight that from a spiritual perspective, and to and to really, um, you know, give to women. I mean, me as a priest, um, I'd be able to give to women particularly their their uh, unique, irreplaceable role uh, in in responding to the gift of the Eucharist. Uh, amen. Uh, Father Agostino Torres, uh, one of the speakers at the, the Women's Conference, and um, let's see, this is uh, 9.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Tammy, what, uh, you got three speakers, um, I, I guess lunch, what else will be going on? Are there confessions available or what else will be going on because that's a, a pretty pretty long event you got it about is a long uh, seven event. and a half hours right yes we have um if we have the 500 women uh we do yeah. uh we have been scheduling uh for there's a lot of prayer teams that yeah. come the women tend to drop you know gravitate towards that um father agostino will be our kind of our bookend speaker he'll open and he'll close um, and then Jackie Francois will pick up um, before and after lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, Father Zach was just going, coming to give us a small talk as well, like 20 minutes, because again, from the survey last year, the women uh, were, some of them were coming to see him. Yeah. So uh, we included him, and he has been our spiritual director. So he has guided us through this process as well. Oh, very nice. And uh, Jackie Oli, VP of Sponsorships, uh, what does that mean? Are you part of the, like the marketing, or are you actually – Trying to find people to sponsor the event? I'm drumming up sponsors. Okay, so. okay. Tell us about that. <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be very remiss if I didn't, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. So we, you know, we had a very um, robust um, 
budget this year for our sponsorships. We are having a, the beautiful Bowden, which you had mentioned, and so we knew we wanted a very beautiful event for mm-hmm. this. Um, so of our $20,000 um, sponsorship budget, budget, we're about 15000 shy of it right now, but I know like last year this is what happened. Everything kind of came in towards the end, um, you know, once people got through summer. And so um, we know by God we can do it mm-hmm. and that it will happen. But, um, yeah, we're just – sponsorships we have monthly donations that we have so all right and if people want to be a sponsor can they contact you directly they or can what contact should they do me directly my email is um sponsorships at ntxcw.com or dot dot org okay Sorry. okay yes. You're good. they don't have to try to spell your last name right no. <laughs> okay <laughs> sponsorships at nt X, let's see, where is it here? NTX, you, you guys will get that. And yes, then, yes, yes, uh, yes. And in the meantime, Tammy, how can people buy tickets, um, the, the cost, and is there a website, or where, where should people go? They can go to our website at ntxcw.org. Okay. They can click on registration, and they can also go there for our sponsorships. There's a tab at the top that says sponsorships. They can mm-hmm. click on that. And there lists all the different levels of sponsorships that yeah, we have. So. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Um, Father Augustino, I want to go back to you. Um, some people would say, gosh, a married, I mean, a non-married, you know, celibate priest, what does he know about women? <laughs> <laughs> and I think about like John Paul II, who wrote some of the most beautiful things about marriage. So uh, what would you say have been some of the, the valuable things that you've learned about women and the, the feminine genius and such uh, in, in your time as a priest? Well, um, I think any priest will tell you, uh, you know, speaking to women is about 90% of what we do. Uh, thanks be to God, women are kind of naturally more spiritually. We do a lot of work with men, but, uh, but there's, there's always this, um, this interest, this co-natural uh, spirituality within women. And to, and to be able to kind of, quite frankly, just kind of like give that a father's gaze. Uh, just just help the, these women uh, come closer to the gaze of the Father, which all of our hearts long for, all of us long for that love from God the Father. But particularly, the woman's heart just, just grows and is strengthened and can literally go through walls when she knows that she is loved by the Father. And that is what I have learned as a priest, to kind of just uh, help women grow closer to that, to that, just like that glow, that that warmth, that gaze of the Father's love. Amen, Father Agostino. Thank you so much for being on. We just have a couple of minutes remaining in this segment. Uh, North Texas Catholic Women's Conference is coming up Saturday, October fourteenth. It's going to be in Keller at the Bowden Events and Weddings um, location. It's just a second annual, 9.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. And, you know, Cecil kind of hinted at it earlier is that there's you know, there's a lot to do. And it's, you know, so it's kind of hard to, to, to um, you know, kind of set that weekend aside and do that or that day, I should say. I uh, just want to give each of you a chance to just speak to the women out there. Speak to the men who have wives or sisters or, you know, mothers. And maybe they can buy a ticket for them. But um, uh, make an appeal of why they should go on that website and get some tickets. Uh, Jackie, you start? <laughs> sure, sure. So, um, you know, it's important to set this time aside for ourselves yeah. as women, as mothers, different, you know, as workers, as, um, you know, there's just, it's intergenerational. And so it's important to set this time aside to be fed 
so that we can go out and then pour into others and reflect that truth and beauty and mm-hmm. goodness to those around us, to our yeah. family, to our friends, to our coworkers. Yes, amen. Tammy, what would you add to that? I would say that if you are hungry um, for authentic love, that you should come and be fed. This is, I believe women do recognize authentic love. Even when we're settling for less, we know we are. Mm-hmm. And I think what Father just said about um, being loved and gazed upon, I think, is enough to fill us all up so that we can go mm-hmm. back out into the world yeah. and, and do our own evangelization. Yes, ntxcw.org, right? That's the website. Yes. If you're interested in a sponsorship, you can uh, email sponsorships at ntxcw.org, and uh, that'll get right to, to Jackie Oley. And uh, Father Augustino, thank you again. Um, would you mind extending a blessing to those who are listening right now as we close out this interview? With great joy. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. May the Holy Spirit descend upon everyone who is listening. May the Holy Spirit fill our hearts and enlighten us and inspire within us a holy zeal to be able to feed our souls and to be able to draw closer to the love of God. And I bless all of you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, ntxcw.org. It's the North Texas Catholic Women's Conference, Saturday, October 14th. The theme is Reflect Truth, Beauty, and Goodness. I want to thank all three of you for being on the program uh, with me today. And I'm sorry I hogged uh, the, the mic so much, Cecil. Okay. <laughs> we have two more segments. Uh, Lauren Musica is going to join us on the phone here in a moment. And there is a Sidewalk Advocates for Life event that is coming up. I'm, I'm glad they don't conflict. It's going to be a little bit earlier in October, and we'll talk about what is Sidewalk Advocates for Life and uh, who is Lauren Musica, what radio show did she used to host on this very station, and uh, about that this event coming up in just a moment. We'll be right back. Professional artists in Texas are invited to submit original artwork for the 18th Annual Catholic Foundation Art on the Plaza competition. The winning artist will receive $5,000, and their masterpiece will be on display for one year on a 28-foot by 9-foot wall at the Catholic Foundation Plaza, located across the street from the Morton H. Meyerson Symphony Center in the downtown Dallas Arts District. Honorable mention winners will receive $500. The deadline to submit entries is Friday, September 8th. Visit catholicfoundation.com for more information. Since 1991, the Church has directed Catholics to avoid investment in companies that violate Catholic teaching in areas such as abortion and contraception. Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors provides investments compatible with the teachings of the Catholic faith. Certified financial planner James Bell is an investment advisor representative. James can be reached by calling 817-608-7853. Sponsor of Guadalupe Radio Network, Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk. KFCA.com for more information. All right, there is a wonderful organization by the name of Sidewalk Advocates for Life. They're located online at sidewalkadvocates.org, and uh, they are run as far as the CEO and the president and the founder is Lauren Musica, who many, many years ago had a radio show on this very station back at our old studio a couple of studios ago. I also want to thank Becky Vesosky, who is communication specialist with Sidewalk Advocates for Life, and she's the one that has arranged for this interview. Uh, Sidewalk Advocates for Life is having a big conference in Dallas October 6th through the 8th. And um, we're going to be talking about that. You know, what is Sidewalk Advocates for Life and why uh, you should consider going to this event? Uh, Laura Musica, good afternoon. How are you? 
I'm doing great, Dave. So happy to be with you again. Yeah, good to be with you as well. Thanks for being on. I, I, I've talked about this program that you used to air many years ago. Uh, <laughs> And, and boy, I tell you, you have, since you left the, the show, you have done so much. And I'm looking at this event that you've put together and just how many speakers and how many topics. It's a huge thing. This is a big, this is a big event, isn't it? Yes, it, it is really a huge thing. Thanks be to God. Uh, a lot of people are looking at this as the new post-row training event. So in short, it is the National Sidewalk Advocacy Conference, but we speak specifically handpick the theme so people would understand this is not just for sidewalk advocates, sidewalk counselors. In post-Roe America, we are all sidewalk advocates. You know, we all have to be the hands and feet of Christ to mothers who are facing unexpected pregnancies, uh, those who feel like Planned Parenthood is a solution for them. Again, this, this entity that is America's largest abortion provider is now the second largest provider of so-called transgender hormone therapy. And uh, so the, the theme is the sidewalk is everywhere, whether we are at our church or we are at school or we are helping our neighbor or we stand in front of an abortion or now abortion referral facility in Texas, right, because we do still have the abortion industry on the ground. The point is, is that God needs us to be equipped with knowing how to help women facing unexpected pregnancies or for those who are otherwise servicing the abortion industry. Now, you mentioned we are all sidewalk advocates. And I think I understand what you're talking about, but somebody may say, you know, I just don't feel equipped. I don't feel <laughs> like I, I have enough information, resources. Yeah. What would you say to that person that just doesn't feel like they're like, no, I don't think so. That's not me. Yeah, I would say this is the event for you if, if you are pro-life and you want to help people. Uh, it, it is so true that just because the Dobbs decision happened a year ago, which overturned Roe versus Wade, KCV Planned Parenthood, which previously had imposed abortion on demand in all 50 states, just because Texas does not have abortion within its borders, it does not mean that women still aren't facing unexpected pregnancies. It's not like Dobbs was handed down and everybody, you know, suddenly stopped facing an unexpected pregnancy, right? It, it's actually that the abortion industry is still very much on the ground trying to get women, trying to funnel them 300, 600 miles away so that they can still make money off of them. I remember in a handful of months ago going to a New Mexico abortion facility and looking out at the, at the parking lot and seeing all Texas license plates. And so, you know, the great news here is this is an incredible opportunity for all of us to get trained, for all of us in post-rural America to know how we can best respond as Texans, how we can meet people at the church, at the school, you know, on the sidewalk as we're walking outside of our home and we're interfacing with the neighbor or we're standing in front of one of these facilities, right? We're going to know what to say, how to help them, how to serve them and save lives and ultimately gradually end abortion in the country. The, the information that Becky sent over to me included um, a talking point that I'd like to ask you about, and that was the very unfortunate and tragic case of some men who were advocating for life in Baltimore mm. who were attacked on the sidewalk. And right. I know you have recently released a statement about that. And uh, tell, me, tell us about that event. Let's just not assume anybody is familiar, you know, aware of what exactly happened. What happened and what was your response? Sure. So these happen to be gentlemen that were not with our ministry. They weren't certified sidewalk advocates, but they were beloved, peaceful sidewalk counselors in the community. And so, you know, they, they have our heart in that regard as well. 
And they had been going out to this Baltimore Planned Parenthood for years, and a passerby didn't like their message, didn't like that they were reaching out to women in crisis. And after a brief conversation with them, and again, keep in mind that these were two elderly gentlemen, this one man began to physically attack one of the men. And then the other one came to his defense and was just leveled to the ground and pummeled relentlessly. And and he actually needed surgical intervention to put part of his face back together. Mm. And so, it, I mean, when you look at the picture, it looked like he just got half of his face smashed in half, you know? And so it really is heartbreaking. You know, we often say that the sidewalk is a microcosm of the culture, that you can feel the tension on the sidewalk when things in politics are heating up or, you know, there's a huge debate going on, which obviously since the Dobbs decision was handed down, there, there is a lot of, of heightened feelings around the issue of abortion, right? Now, the good news for people who are trained by our program is that we specifically go over how to de-escalate situations like this. Um, it's not to say those gentlemen were doing anything wrong, of course. Nobody deserves to be physically attacked for a life-saving message. I mean, they were just trying to help the mothers and families that were going into that Planned Parenthood. Um, but, you know, the good news is that safety is paramount here at Sidewalk Advocates for Life, and we've got solutions uh, to help people to navigate precarious situations like this. Lauren Musica joining me. She is founder, president, and CEO of Sidewalk Advocates for Life. They're located online at sidewalkadvocates.org, and they are having their annual conference in Dallas October 6th through the 8th, and uh, we'll talk more about how you can get tickets for that. But um, can you tell us, I understand from looking at the website, the keynote speaker is going to be Allie Beth Stuckey. Is that right? A, po- a, fam- a popular podcaster. Can you tell us about her? And I mean, I, I saw so many faces and so many names in that website. It'd be too many for us to talk about. But who yeah. else? who else is going to be at this conference? Yes. So some of your listeners may not be familiar with Allie Beth Stuckey. She's the host of the Relatable Podcast. She's a Christian culture commentator that's been seen on the Blaze TV, Fox News, Daily Wire, and more. We're going to have a special message from Mississippi Attorney General Lynn Fitch, who led the Dobbs v. Jackson legal team that actually overturned Roe v. Wade. And then you've got other powerhouses like <clears throat> excuse me, former Planned Parenthood director Abby Johnson. We've got Allison Senefonte, who actually helped to put together uh, the Dobbs rally just ahead of the overturning of Roe uh, in Washington, D.C. And then there's a whole host of other nationally acclaimed speakers like, you know, Dr. Christina Francis of the American Association of Pro-Life OB-GYNs. We've got uh, other folks from the And Then There Were None abortion worker team, uh, former abortion workers who are going to be sharing, sharing their conversion stories. Melissa Oden of Abortion Survivors Network, Prudence Robertson of Pro-Life Weekly on EW UTN is actually going to be there with her team interviewing people. I mean, you're right. We could just go on and on and on. This <laughs> really is, thanks be to God, an all-star all-star cast of people, and it's going to be right here in Dallas, October 6th through 8th. It's really amazing. And it sounds like you're saying this is really for anybody, right? I mean, some people are official uh, sidewalk advocates. They may, you know, volunteer or even work for a a pro-life, you know, like a CPLC or something like that. But you're saying you don't have to have any kind of official position to do this. Everybody's welcome, right? 
That's right. And we do see people from across the body of Christ who join us. We've got, you know, Catholics, evangelicals, non-denominational folks. We've got people who stand in front of abortion or abortion referral facilities. We've got people from pregnancy centers or who run mobile units. Um, and then, you know, one lady who's here in the DFW area, her name is Diane. She, for the longest time, led the Louisville, Texas. Hey, I know Diane. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. She's famous. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, you know, ran the 40 Days for Life in Louisville, Texas for years. And she comes every single year, even though she does not do ministry on the sidewalk anymore, right? And, and when we ask her, Diane, why do, you, why do you keep coming year after year? And she said, look, I'm pro-life. I need to know this information. I need to have the most up-to-date information to be able to help women in my community. Mm. And so you can be like Diane, you know, and there's a lot of Dianes who attend this conference. And so, again, if you want to combat big abortion, because Planned Parenthood is still very much on the ground in Texas, and I, I really want people to hear that, that our job is not over. We still need to be there for the women of DFW and beyond and all of the other listening outlets, right? You need to be there for the women in your backyard before they're tempted to go across state lines to take the life of their child at the very least. Um, the idea here is that we've still got work to do in ending abortion. And so, you know, if you want to be one of those people who's at the ready to speak words of peace and hope and life and light into someone's circumstances, this really is the opportunity for you. Uh, Lauren, I have a question just about, you know, sidewalk advocates for life, just in general. I've always wondered if um, the people, the advocates, if there is a particular, I don't know, charism about them that, or that makes a good mm. advocate, or are women more receptive to other women ap- approaching them or, or men, even because they've been hurt by men and a strong male figure is something that they might look to. I'm, I'm just curious if you've ever noticed any trends in that, I guess you could say. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good question. So what we're trying to do in Sidewalk Advocates for Life is really um, elevate this activity. I mean, this is one of the most important things that we can be doing is serving as a gateway to the life-affirming resources in our community. And so when people meet our people on the sidewalk, they'll meet somebody who is well-trained, professional, loving, down-to-earth, that is equipped with resources. We're even dressed different from, you know, maybe other folks on the sidewalk. We tend to wear a safety reflector vest, especially if we're inviting cars to briefly stop uh, at the driveway on the public right of way or we're otherwise at the fence, right? And so we're, you know, we're set apart. We stand out from the road. And so I think when people interface with our people, they're interfacing with people who have hours of training, who know how to serve a woman, a woman who is facing an unexpected pregnancy and, and any other situation that might bring them to Planned Parenthood. And, and again, we've got to be on our toes in post-Roe America because Planned Parenthood, like we said, you know, earlier in the segment is now the second largest provider even of so-called transgender hormone therapy, if you can get your mind around that. And that's in part how they're trying to replace their abortion income that was lost after the Dobbs decision overturning Roe v. Wade was handed down. And so we're meeting all sorts of different clients on the sidewalk. And if it's not morally problematic, we're inviting those clients, you know, if they're getting a well woman exam, a breast exam, again, these aren't morally problematic services, we're going to invite them to get their their well woman exam, their breast exam elsewhere so that they're not feeding the bottom 
line of the abortion industry. So we get to be the the fairy godmothers and godfathers, <laughs> so to speak, of resources on the sidewalk. And then God also gives us opportunities to just really speak into that person's life and really be the hands and feet of Christ to them. All right, October sixth through the eighth. It's Friday through Sunday, and that's a uh, you know pretty long time. It's a whole weekend. Uh, Lauren, can you tell us about? kind of the flow? Is there a dinner? Is there going to be a banquet? Uh, how are you going to get all these speakers speaking throughout that day? And also information about location and, and how people can get tickets. Yes. So the program starts on Friday evening with a dinner banquet. And of course, the keynote is Allie Beth Stuckey to kick us off. And it will go through about early afternoon on Sunday to about 3 p.m. And throughout the weekend, I mean, we are starting with everything from you know, the, the, the big new frontiers responding to the onslaught of mail order and pharmacy abortions. Um, what to do in, when, when you cross paths with someone who says, I'm going in for transgender hormone therapy, so how do we navigate this gender confusion and the so-called transgender services that now the abortion industry is knee-deep in, right? Well, what about sex trafficking now in our abortion destinations? You know, sex traffickers love states like New Mexico and California and New York and Illinois and beyond that don't have good abortion regulations, right? And then we're going to move on to some breakout sessions where you can actually look a little bit more closely at your situation in post-war America. We've got a segment for people who are in abortion destinations or abortion-restricted states or somewhere in the mushy middle. Um, we're going to have some wellness and refreshment opportunities as well because a lot of the folks who are coming in, they're coming in a little battle-weary, as you can imagine, even in post-war America, right? And so we're going to have opportunities for people just to really take a deep breath and be refreshed by the Lord and, and by their brothers and sisters who are there. And then we're going to, you know, go over everything from a strategic plan to help end abortion in your community to you further discerning what your personal next steps are in the greatest human rights movement on earth. And so, I mean, we got it all here, which is really exciting, but we want people to walk away from this and feel equipped and then to also, at the very least, be taking those next steps into what God has for them in this incredible movement to save lives and to end abortion. All right. The website, sidewalkadvocates.org, and I think that's where you can get tickets. Um, price and location, Lauren, can you tell us that? Yeah, so we've got an early bird special that's going to expire at the very end of the month. So I want everybody to hear that. You've got, I think, about a week and a half here to take advantage of the early bird ticket price. It's 175 but I'll give you a code, SAFL23, SAFL23, so that stands for Sidewalk Advocates for Life 23, right, where you can get $25 off. Uh, the location is going to be the DFW Marriott. North. It's just a couple miles from DFW International Airport. Um, you know, for anybody who's listening outside the DFW area, there is a complimentary sh shuttle to and from DFW International. Um, these are This is a newly updated hotel, lovely ballroom that we're going to be in. There's an on-site restaurant, indoor-outdoor pool, fitness center. Uh, not only that, but we've got all of your meals covered except for Saturday night. That's the only one. So when you, when you come to us on Friday night, we're going to feed you very well, right? 
Uh, we have a room block, again, for those who are, are not in the DFW area, just $139 a night. And you've got uh, just a little bit more time to take advantage of that discount price. So we thought of it all. You know, we know the economy is really tough right now for a lot of people. And so we, we, we went to great lengths to, to make this affordable for people who want to attend. All right. SidewalkAdvocates.org, $175 the, is the early bird price. SAFL23 is how you get the early bird price. And this is the annual conference coming up in Dallas, October 6th through the 8th. So it is right around the corner. And, uh, you know, Lauren, I, I, I'm so impressed that you brought so many different groups together. You know, I mean, these mm. are it's just a, it's an amazing array. And uh, I think uh, all who attend are going to be very blessed. And so just mm. have about a minute before we have to let you go. Anything else that you want to tell our listeners before we uh, close out this interview? I know that I've popped onto the show here and there, Dave. I just want to thank everyone for praying for us over the last nine years. You know, any day now we're getting ready to celebrate baby save number 21,000, if you can believe that, 21,000. We just had uh, abortion worker number 87 leave the business with the help and witness of a sidewalk advocate, and we are now celebrating 48 abortion facility closures. So again, to God be the glory, we cover 240 locations around the United States, Puerto Rico. Mexico City and Columbia. So God is on the move. So I just want to thank everyone for their support. And, and we hope that we get a chance to visit with you more here at the conference, October 6th through 8th, ProLifeConference.com, right? All right. All right. Oh, thank so you good. so much. Uh, Laura Musica, founder, president, CEO of Sidewalk Advocates for Life. Again, their conference coming up first weekend of October. Go to SidewalkAdvocates.org to get that early bird price and make sure you put in the code SAFL23. All right. You made it easy on him with that, that code. All right, Lauren, thanks so much again. Also, thanks, Becky Vasoski, for um, arranging this interview. Great to speak with you, Lauren. God bless you. I hope it's a great success. Thanks. You too, Dave. God bless. All right. Thanks. Bye. We're going to take a one-minute break. And, uh, boy, this has been a busy show. We've had so much to, uh, information. But we've got one more event to tell you about. And this one is even sooner. See, the events keep coming sooner as we do additional interviews. Christopher West, one of the forefront leaders in the education of St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body. He is coming to North Texas Wednesday, September 20th from 7 to 9.30 p.m. The event is called Made for More. It's going to be at St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Grapevine. And uh, we will speak to Christopher West right after this. Victory Investment Strategies is a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. They pray for continued blessings on all who make Catholic Radio possible in North Texas. The unique programming is vital to our daily lives. Victory Investment Strategies is a full-service investment firm owned by Joel and Elizabeth Victory, members of St. Patrick Cathedral in Fort Worth. They offer a variety of products and will customize a plan to fit your individual needs. 866-810-6800. 866-810-6800. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Are you in need of spiritual renewal? St. Joseph Catholic Church in Richardson invites all to its Padre Pio Prayer Group one-day retreat on Saturday, August 19th at the parish. The retreat will be led by Father Jewel Itona, a missionary preacher with the Congregation of the Fathers of Mercy in Auburn, Kentucky. Discussions will focus on the three precious hearts. What is devotion to the hearts of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph? The event takes place from 10 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. To register, call Catherine at 214-557-7974. 
This is the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM. Thanks for joining me. It's uh, My name is Dave Palmer along with Cecil Anderson, and it has been a packed show. We have one more segment, and this is a big, big event coming up. We're so blessed to be welcoming Christopher West and also the music of Mike Mangione. I hope I pronounced that right. Wednesday, September 20th, 7 to 9.30 p.m., St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Grapevine. The event is called Made for More. Christopher West joining me on uh, via phone, co-founder, president, and senior lecturer of Theology of the Body Institute and professor of theological anthropology in the Pontifex University. Uh, his global lecturing, best-selling books, multiple audio and video programs, and popular podcast, uh, which he co-hosts with his wife, Wendy, have made him one of the world's most recognizable teachers of St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body. Christopher West, a great honor to talk to you. Good afternoon. Dave, it's great to be with you and with your audience. You know, you were one of the first people I ever interviewed, and this must have been close to 20 years ago. Uh, and, you know, you've just been doing this for so long. And I just wanted to kind of start off before we get to this event, which I certainly want to talk about, yeah. is you have been, you know, teaching theology of the body for decades and, yeah. you know, uh, tell us how you got into this and also just how kind of the, I guess, the messaging and the promoting of this message has changed in the last, you know, 20, 25 years that you've been doing it. Yeah, well, it's it's more timely than ever. It'll be 30 years this September that I first read John Paul II's Theology of the Body. And I remember, Dave, when I first read it, I was 24 years old. And I felt like I was holding in my hands something as big as the cure for cancer. Like, this was the answer to the crisis of our times. And I knew then that I would spend the rest of my life studying this teaching and sharing it with the world. I didn't know what shape it would take, but it's been an amazing 30 years, and uh, it's taken me around the world multiple times. Uh, I've met some fascinating people all around the world, and I'll tell you the number one response I get, which is similar to the response that I had when I first read it, is I went to Catholic schools my whole life and never heard this. Why not? And it speaks to the crisis that we're living through. We are really in a time of crisis when it comes to Catholic education. A lot of people are raised on what I call the starvation diet gospel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and And by that I mean... When it comes to our deepest hungers, our deepest longings, our deepest thirsts, we're basically told your desires are bad, they're only going to get you in trouble, you need to follow all these rules, and you'll be a good, upstanding Christian citizen. I don't know about you, Dave, but I'm a hungry guy, and starvation is not going to cut it. And that's why in my teenage years, this is now in the 80s for me, In my teenage years, I became a quick convert to what I call the fast food gospel. And by that I mean the culture, the secular culture's promise of immediate gratification of your hunger. Uh, I don't know about you again, but if the only two choices are starvation and fast food, I'm going for the chicken nuggets because I'm (laughs) hungry. (laughs) And don't lie to me, those chicken nuggets actually taste really good going down. But here's the problem. If fast food becomes your steady diet, you know, eventually the grease and the sodium is going to catch up with you. And that's a picture of me in my college years. Uh, The behavior, the way I was living really caught up with me. And it put me on my knees uh, in 1988 in a college dorm 
saying, God in heaven, if you exist, you better show me. And you better show me why you gave me all these desires, because they're getting me and anybody I know into a hell of a lot of trouble. And that began a journey that led me to John Paul II's Theology of the Body. And I discovered when I first read it in 1993 that Christianity is not a starvation diet. It's an invitation to a wedding feast, to a banquet of life-giving love that really corresponds to the deepest desires of our hearts. And I learned then that we are made for more than anything this world can ever hold out to you. And that's why we call this event Made for More. It's, it's really just an opportunity to help our audience get in touch with the deepest desires of their heart and to point them to the banquet, to point them to the wedding feast. I got the best job in the world, Dave. I just get to invite hungry people to a banquet. <laughs> Sounds like a great opportunity. Uh, made for more, Christopher West, uh, the music of Mike Mangione, Wednesday, September 20th, 7 to 9.30 p.m. So two and a half hour event. And I, I don't know if I pronounced Mike's name, but tell us about, I, I'm just going to read this paragraph that I grabbed offline. And uh, Christopher, if you can kind of fill in the blanks sure. about this event. And it says, Made for More is an inspired blend of live music, art, and presentation that taps the deepest desires of the human heart, revealing their ultimate purpose and goal. Join Christopher and Mike as they offer a vision of the gospel like you've never heard through the lens of St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body. Uh, Tickets are $25. So um, how how is, uh, you know... Kind of give us a feel of what this event's going to be like for a couple of hours on the, yeah, the September twentieth. It's much more like a night at the theater than it is any kind of talk or presentation you've ever come to in a church before. We bring these big screens. We have special lighting, as you read. We have live music, and and it's a blend of live presentation, live music, and art that really is meant to be a. a all senses experience, and and get us in touch again with those deepest longings and desires of our heart. We're, we're made for more than what this world is holding out to us. And when we're honest with ourselves, we know that, but we don't really know what to do with that deep hunger and that deep longing. Well, everything the church teaches is meant to point us in the direction of this wedding feast. And this event again, much more like a night out at the theater, is, is, a, is a way of getting in touch with those hungers and learning where to take them. You know, I think it was George Weigel who famously said that the, the teachings of John Paul II is like a time bomb that's waiting to go off in the culture, and you've probably said similar things uh, as well. And yes. some people may look at the culture and say, you know what, it just seems like it's getting worse. I mean, you know, we've yes. got, it just keeps going downhill. And so is it you know, what, what, what can we realistically expect that when this message, and if it does, pray God, get into the, the, the common you know, language of the, and, and knowledge of the people, what impact is it going to have on our culture? I think that description that Weigel gave, and you just quoted, is very accurate. A theological time bomb set to go off with dramatic consequences, he says, perhaps in the 21st century. And I, I really believe that is the case. We, you, you did say, and, and yes, I agree, it seems to be getting darker and darker, but here's our hope. The darker it gets, the brighter the light shines. And, and we can, you know, there's a limit to the darkness. We, we can only go so far until we hit rock bottom. 
And I think more and more people are waking up to the fact that something is dreadfully wrong and they're looking for answers. And this theology of the body is a gift to the church ahead of its time. John Paul gave this to the church as his first major teaching project as Pope back in the early 1980s and the late 70s. But uh, again, it, this ticking time bomb, it, it's, it's like this is the opportunity. This is the time. This is the hour in which this is so desperately needed. And, and I like to put it this way. You know, if the plane is going down, what do they say? They say, first put your own oxygen mask on and then help others. And that's what this is about. It's like bringing the fresh air to the church first so that we can breathe in our own teaching. Uh, again, the, the, the main response I get when I give these talks is, I went to Catholic schools my whole life. I've been a Catholic my whole life and never heard this. Why not? Well, there again, there's a crisis of education. And our goal at the Theology of the Body Institute with these live events and the courses we teach and the pilgrimages we lead and the resources we publish the whole goal is to help inject the antidote to the crisis of our times into the bloodstream of, of real men and women. It's like we have the cure for cancer in our hands, but it's not going to do us any good unless we inject it into our bloodstream. And that's what this event is all about. It's like getting a real injection of the answer to the crisis of our times, injecting it into the bloodstream of real men and women. Yes. Christopher West joining me uh, for the next few minutes as we talk about the Made for More event with him and Mike Mangione, Wednesday, September 20th, 7 to 9.30 p.m. It's going to be at the uh, St. Francis of Assisi Grapevine uh, Parish. And uh, you can go to, I believe it's sfatx.org slash made for more I believe that's the website, but just go to their website and you can find information. The tickets are only $25. And you, you know, can you, also go to uh, theologyofthebody.com and click on the events and scroll down to that date, September 20th, and you can get your tickets there as well. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you kind of a two part question because, you know, uh, Carol Wotiwa, who became Pope St. John Paul II, did a lot of writing even before he became Pope and amazing philosopher, amazing theologian. But you know, he became Pope, I believe, in 1978, and this right. was really like the first thing coming out of the shoot. Now, of course, we would have him for decades, and thanks be to God. This was something that he felt a certain urgency about, didn't he? Absolutely. He was looking at the crisis of our day, and, and remember, this is a man who lived under the Nazi regime in Poland, lived through World War II, then the communist takeover. He looked, lived under the tyranny of that. He lived in an environment where the ashes from Auschwitz would fall from the sky, right? The ashes of his friends and countrymen burning from Auschwitz. This is a man who faced the deepest trials and struggles of the 20th century, and he came to the conclusion that at the root of ethics and culture, at the very fundamental reality, the thing that determines the way the culture goes is how we understand and live our humanity as male and female. So put it this way, if society has a cancer, we have to treat that cancer at the cellular level, right? Mm -hmm. Well, what is the fundamental cell of society? Me marriage, family? It's, it's marriage and the family, yeah. exactly. And, and what happens for a married couple to bring a family into the world? 
It's the marital embrace. It's the two becoming one flesh. John Paul II calls that the nucleus of the cell, right? The union of man and woman is the nucleus of the fundamental cell of society, which is the family. And when the sexual equation is off, what's going to happen is marriages and families are going to break down. And then neighborhoods are going to break down. Communities are going to break down. Cities and states and nations are going to break down. To treat the cancer that's going on out in society, you have to go to the cellular level. That's why we have to reclaim the true meaning of our creation as male and female. I, I don't know if you've noticed this, Dave, but take a look at the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maleness and femaleness is under violent attack. We don't even know anymore what the words man and woman even mean. They have lost all meaning. And when we are confused about our creation as male and female, we're confused about the fundamental element of human existence in the world. This is why this theology of the body is so critical. And, and look at the very phrase, theology of the body. It can be a little intimidating because we don't use that phrase on a regular basis, but maybe we should. And, and what we learn from this phrase, what John Paul teaches us, is that our bodies are not only biological, they're theological. They tell a divine story. Our bodies, if we have eyes to see, the call of male and female to become one flesh is a great mystery, the Scripture teaches. And it reveals Christ's love for the church. The union of man and woman is a sign here on planet Earth that God has given us that's meant to point us to the union that we are destined to have with God for all eternity. You and I, Dave, and every human being, we are made for ecstasy and bliss. And this message of God, this invitation to the wedding feast of the Lamb, was chiseled by God right in our bodies when he made us male and female. We have to have a poetic read here, a a, a spiritual read, a mystical read of our bodies. And that's what I want to teach the people who come to this event, how to be poets, how to be mystics, how to to see the world as God created it to be. We're, We're so influenced by the lies of an enemy who doesn't want us to know the true meaning of our bodies. Uh, We live in a pornographic culture, but our bodies are not pornographic. They are theographic. They reveal and they tell and they proclaim a divine story. That's why the enemy is after our bodies, so that we can't read the divine story our bodies tell. Amen. Made for more, Christopher West, Mike Mangione, Wednesday, September 20th, 2023. The tickets are only $25, 7 to 9.30 p.m. It sounds like a fascinating event. And Christopher, thank you for your time. Could you uh, once one more time just remind everybody where they can go to get the tickets? Yes, you can go to theologyofthebody.com. Very easy to remember. That'll take you to our main website. And then click on the event link. And scroll down to September 20th at Grapevine, Texas, to that parish, St. Francis, 
and you can get your tickets there. Theologyofthebody.com, theologyofthebody.com, Wednesday, September 20th, uh, 7 to 9.30 p.m. Again, the location is St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Grapevine. Christopher West, uh, always uh, great to talk with you. Thank you for your time, and I hope it's a, uh, a wonderful success, and that we, we well, welcome you into uh, North Texas here in a month or so. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. I'm really looking forward to being there. God bless. All right. God bless you. And so uh, thanks again to Christopher West and all the folks over there at uh, St. Francis. Yeah, Tammy Sandoval, who was our first guest, told me she actually booked this one with Christopher because she used to be the DRE over at that parish, and now she's at St. Elizabeth in Keller. And so we covered a lot of ground in this uh, program today, just uh, reminding you that the Women's Conference uh, with Jackie Francois Angel, Father Augustino Torres, and Father Zachary Burns is going to be October 14th, Saturday for October 14th. The annual uh, Sidewalk Advocates for Life event is October 6th through 8th. And then the Made for More event is September 20th. Okay, so we kind of came back in time. The, the, there will be a quiz later. Yeah, there, <laughs> that's a, I, I thought about giving away a couple of the tickets to the conference at the end of September for oh, Fun is the Truth. And I thought... Everybody. Nah, let's do that next week. Okay, a little too much uh, for one hour. All right, thank you, Sissel. Uh, Join Sissel and Adrian tomorrow morning beginning at 6 o'clock. If you want to be in union with them, wake up about 3 o'clock, okay, when Sissel will be waking up tomorrow. All right, God bless you. joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show. K-A-T-H-9.